are back with the Afterwatch. We are watching Food Wars, Episode 7, The Silent Bowl, The Elegant Bowl. I guess it's Season 1, but Episode 7. So, hold on. I'm Tim. And this is Ashley. With this <laughs> Silent Bowl, Elegant Bowl. Which one is which? One is which? I feel like, is, is Soma the Silent Bowl? Yeah, no, obviously Soma's the Silent Bowl, because the Elegant Bowl has to be from... Her Neely, and, and she's how... she's from a higher class family. Yeah, and we see, she's, she's so artistic, even, she's like yeah. a pianist. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> like she knows how to use meat. Yeah. <laughs> she knows how to make um, and this, preserve, you know, good meat. Is the Silent Bowl thing, like, kind of talking about how he, he told her to, like, stop insulting and just work on your meal? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, and also, like... <laughs> like, I'll listen, let my like, food every, speak for myself. Whenever someone looks at his dish, they yeah. think it's, like, a cheap diner dish. Yeah. Because it's not garnished very well. It's not, like, a beautiful masterpiece that no. some of these chefs have put out that yeah. you see later on. It's, like, just a simple bowl. Like, a, you know, you go somewhere to a mom-and-pop diner, yeah. just ask for, uh, you know, some food, and that's what it looks like. That's his food, but when you taste it, yeah. it's, like invigorating and people just like are you know yeah there's food gasms there's like and it's like with the other food that is fancy they don't get that same reaction that they do with his food so they don't because they weren't expecting it because it looks like a cheap diner dish like yeah. it's been happening and you see that happening later on still too so like yeah his people is just underestimate they underestimate soma and his dish and then they actually try it and it's like whoa Mm-hmm. They were like, that did not look like it was great, <laughs> but when eating it and smelling it, it was delicious. Well, we'll get there when we get there. I, I think well, it's I happened even, before. It's yeah. happened in past episodes that's already. True. That's it's like, true. Already the seventh episode, we've already seen this happen. Like Everyone's like, oh my god, like Erin the first episode. She's like, this cheap diner dish. Yeah. And she had it, and it was like, you know she loved it, but she couldn't say it, obviously. Yeah. So it's like, it's been happening. It's a repeating factor. Like, that is true. So it's like, it's obviously he's a silent bull. Meat meat is elegant bowl. Yeah. It's obvious. Before we get into it, be sure to <laughs> subscribe, share, let other people know what we're doing here. Watch these mm-hmm. shows. Uh, let us know what you're thinking over there, fictionalquestions at gmail.com. And give us a nice review. We appreciate it. We appreciate hearing good things on the Apple Podcast there. I guess we should talk about uh, Meat Meat, the way she dresses. What's up with this? Oh my god. She's trying on. I think she's her from America. I don't know. I think she's an American girl. I think that's why she wears more like a, I want to say, sexy cowgirl kind of look. Can I tell you what it reminds me of? What? Dead or Alive, Tina. Ah, okay. Have you seen what that I think that, I know here. I didn't character? play that game, but I think I know here talking about. Well, they about. also made a movie, but they all. she always dresses the same way, which is that bikini top, which is kind of like and the American colors or whatever. shorts. Yeah, and the shorts. The frayed shorts. And then, and and the, then the boots. The, yeah, cowboy boots. Yeah. And like it's, sometimes she wears the American flag uh, yeah. bra, like the bikini top with, like, yeah. the, with the tie. Like she's definitely from the States. Like I'm pretty sure she's mm-hmm. from America. Her family's like business is probably like all over the world. Yeah. And so they just sent her to this prestigious like culinary and school. And her being into like meat, maybe she's probably into like barbecue kind of things possibly. Yeah, but I do know that the A5, like that kind of stuff is like a Japanese kind of style. Wagyu. Um, okay. So, but maybe they just deal with a lot of different meat. Maybe that's the best meat that she has over there or whatever. And it's definitely really good stuff. I think we brought it up last time. You should check it out if you can. Mm-hmm. It's probably very expensive if you want to actually check it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me see. Let's see how much it is. Let's see like a, a, a like a an estimate. Of where? Like how are you going to... 
much is A5 Wagyu? It, which, it, it, the A5, this is like from CNBC, I guess. Uh, the A5 Wagyu, which costs $30 per ounce at Cote, wherever that is. And the equivalent is just over $14 an ounce on CrowdCow. Huh. And uh, so it is an ounce? That's pretty expensive. Yeah. Ounce makes me think of it as liquid, but I guess they're saying you could drink it last time, so... Oh, it looks like Costco sells it. What? <laughs> Japanese Wagyu boneless ribeye roast, A5 grade, 12 pounds. Let's see how much they sell it for. Okay. Oh my god, $1,000. <laughs> what? <laughs> Price per pound, $83.33. Oh. Look at that. From but look Costco. at that marbling. That's yeah, amazing. No, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful piece. So why do you think she's wearing these bikini top or whatever? She's trying so hard with this. I, I don't Is think it she's a distraction? Because she knows she's good. Is it her image, maybe? I just think she enjoys wearing that. I just... just she never... Because you never see her talk about it. No, she's just she in, her, in your about face it. about it. Even later on, she never talks about it. She just... I just think, you know, it's a character that was made that way. Because, you yeah. know, in every anime, there's always... Crazy. Someone with a yeah. very large... Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just, I feel like it's just a character that, you know, it's just their character that is like that, that shows off who, mm-hmm. her assets. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just like, I feel like every anime has a girl like that. But so, I think, yeah, she's just, it's just part of her character it's where she's just, she part just of her. really just think, in your face about everything. I'm, I think it's more like, you know, to make you inti- more intimidated. Yeah, exactly. Because like, oh my God, she's like really good and she's like dressed that way. Oh my God. Yeah. Because like, whenever you saw in the other episode, when she was like telling that guy from the bowl club, I'm gonna like do a food for her. Like she's just like, and it's like kind of like sexual yeah. a little bit with like intimidation. Yeah. And she like gets you both ways. She gets you like, oh, you know you like me and I'm gonna beat you. And like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. She has that kind of mentality. It is. It's like, it's, it's definitely, it's all about her. Yeah, trust probably in- intimidating people. And she probably just enjoys dressing that way. Yeah, it's probably both. So everybody's talking about this food war. Soma's excited. He keeps tweaking the sauce. He's been up all night tweaking it. Uh, Megami is freaking out, though. And, um, you know, Soma's just basically saying, don't worry. Don't stress about this stuff. It's nothing compared to, like, having so many customers waiting on you to finish the food, right? That mm-hmm. The stress of that, it's nothing compared. At least in his mind, it's nothing compared to that. Because that's multiple dishes, and, and there's definitely time. There's mm-hmm. actual people. This is just a competition. And he's probably excited because it's his first one. Anyway, we get introduced to Urara Kawashima, mm-hmm. who is just the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I don't know. Is that? I think that's what she says. Mm-hmm. The, and uh, she's a little bit mad about Meet Me and the way she dresses or something. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of, well, she's always the announcer at these things, or almost always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of the... I don't know, just the cutesy girl gets the crowd going, talking about all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They're booing Soma, the whole crowd. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do not like him. It probably has to do with that speech from episode three still. Oh, yeah, everyone's just like, and they hear that he's like, he got an A on that assignment, his yeah. first assignment. They just all think They're like, calling oh him God. short-timer because they think yeah. he's gone. And then Erna actually shows up. She's watching from above. And they're like, everyone's like, oh my like God, a skybox up, up there. Because she never shows even, up for these like little no. tiny matches. No. And even she me means like, what is like, she doing? The council of ten matches. But otherwise, yeah, she doesn't show up for these ma- these like. Do you little think that that ones. throws me off a little bit? 
I think that gets her a little nervous. She's like not expecting Erina to be there. Yeah. Even and of course this is we kind know of why Erina's there. For her. Yeah, we know why she's there. She's there to see Soma fail. Yeah. That's pretty much the main yeah, reason and the only reason. She, yeah. I mean, there is the whole thing where she gets a new kitchen when when they tear yeah, down yeah, the yeah. bowl but like, club, but <laughs> there's no reason for her to be there, but Soma's in this competition. Yeah. So. And so she's personally like a part of this. She really wants to see him yeah, fail. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, she presents the ultimate grade of beef, and we've talked about it before. A five. It looks like a, it's it's a huge. Cow that was skinned. Yeah, it was weird. It just yeah. looked like a cow Aged that was for skinned. over a month, and it's like hanging there. And she starts doing this thing where she's like jumping around with slicing a, it with like a perfectly. cleaver. It doesn't look like it's perfect when you like back up. It just looks like she's jumping in like kind of crazy, like stabbing mm-hmm. at it. But as as Erin is kind of talking about it, how. She's kind of an artist in the way that she's working with this meat. She even, you see uh, uh, Mito kind of talking about, like, talking the meat. Good girl. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, she fries the outside, kind of getting color on there, right? With mm-hmm. butter, um, butter over the surface and then kind of trapping the juices inside. And that's when she kind of puts it in the oven. Mm-hmm. So she's getting everything ready. She kind of looks over and sees, Soma, you're... Dicing up an awful lot of onion. <laughs> now we kind of know because we heard last time that he was working on that that steak with the onion. Yeah, like, to make cover. it to soften it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of almost the same thing that they did with that French dish, right? Yeah, they use the honey to soften. And that's the pretty meat. much a similar reason. Like it's just like the citrusy or like the. You know, because onion has that tangy, citrusy kind of yeah. taste. So it's got, a, like, a pineapple and, like, the honey where it's got that kind of citrusy kind of yeah. feel. So, like, I guess it softens the meat as well. It's another mm-hmm. thing that can soften the meat. But we also see that he's kind of building off. He's still building off of other dishes that he's made in the past. Mm-hmm. And when when we actually see him putting this all together, well, we'll get there. Anyway, he brings out his meat, though, but it's, like, the crowd oh is just, God, like... Oh, my God, everyone's like, oh, what kind of meat did you get? And it's, like, the supermarket uh, It literally says, supermarket like, cheap, cheap supermarket. <laughs> Cheap supermarket meat. Yeah. And everyone just like, and he's like on the jumbo screen. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I got it. On, I guess I, I, I got lucky, I guess. <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like, oh my God. They're just so angry. And like, Erin, or not Erin, um, Mimi. Uh, Mimi's like, what? Like, she's like disgusted. Like, everyone's just like, what? Yeah. How dare you bring this in here? Yeah, it's just funny. They they really wanted to fail. And Erin is just talking about how what makes uh, Mito different is just how she treats. She has this, like, delicate touch. She's got the lips. Mm-hmm. They talk about how the lips are the most sensitive oh, yeah, part so of the she, body. And she knows how to, like, use that term. They're advantage. really playing up the whole sexy yeah, like, kind like, of thing like, with this girl. And, like, Mimi is going to beat her or, or uh, beat... Uh, Soma, and like you think, like this is probably the end of the line for Soma, maybe. But it even goes like farther. We see these fantasies of Mimi basically playing the meat like a pianist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> carnivorous sonata of meat, and uh, Soma basically just says like he doesn't need to say anything. He's just over there cooking. Let yeah, the rice bowl do all the talking. talking. Yeah. And uh, he even says something that I've heard people say on different food competitions before. It's like, mm-hmm. you're spending, you should probably spend more time cooking instead of like hurling insults, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, maybe That's he's like, definitely so. Yeah, he's like dissing her and then she gets angry, like, crap talking. Mm-hmm, and then yeah, she goes back to hear. her cooking. Yeah. Anyway, she serves up her dish. It's a roti rice bowl. 
we already knew it was going to be a rice bowl. Yeah. But it's got the meat on top, so it's cooked Slice in the oven. Slice perfectly, you know, all well, around. Well, she's kind of cut it oh. up like it's a flower. Yeah, it looks like a meat flower. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So nice. Yeah. She knew how to, like, she's an artist with her meat. It's Basically, true. yeah, we've talked about it. And then she added the garlic rice, and then she looks over, and what, all you did was add onions to make the steak tender? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is it more enticing, right? Because you have, uh, they can't stop eating Soma's dish. When they yeah. finally get it, they're like, what the heck is this? And they didn't even finish Meat Meat's dish. Like, they had, like, leftover rice and, yeah. and stuff. And, yeah, exactly. But they couldn't, they wanted more of, like, when they when they had Soma's, first they were like, you want, or no, remember they were, like, tantalizing him, like, we shouldn't even have to eat this. Like, we want, like, we want yeah, like, they like, they're like, this looks, like, cheap and disgusting. I would rather have the savoring flavor of, um, what's, what? Meat oh, Meat's yeah, dish. Yeah, Meat Meat's dish. They don't call her meat meat no obviously. the mito mito um they, they were like i'd rather have that like like in my mouth like that taste in my mouth still lingering right, in. right and, exactly and they um i got you know they have to taste his dish so uh-huh. they do and then they like love it we're like oh my god and then they you just cut to them eating it like kind of like remember in the other episode when they were slurping <laughs> and yeah. the roommates were slurping his dish it's like that but they were aggressively eating it like with the chopsticks yeah and they just wanted more and they're like oh my god can, where can we get more of this <laughs> like we want more and then Mimi, uh, Mimi's like oh my god like they didn't even finish my bowl <laughs> Yeah, like so I guess finish my garlic bowl, like garlic rice. It's and like a tender meat made with the the onion tender with an onion sauce, like the onions kind of covering it. Yeah. But then a red wine sauce, and we've seen him use the red wine sauce before. Mm-hmm. He did that in the first episode. But then the, with the rice, he did a pickled plum like paste, mm-hmm. which so is it's something have like different. A sweet flavoring to it with a with that savory taste. It was like sweet and savory, I'm yeah. assuming. So it had a perfect combination. And, and I think the problem that even Soma brings up, why they didn't probably finish her Mean Meats rice, mm-hmm. is because there's only so much she could have done. And exactly. she knew that. She couldn't over, she, like season it too much because it would it take would away take, from the meat. Exactly. So she was stuck with only one kind of thing. So she heaped he was able to balance it out versus mm-hmm. her just f- focusing on one aspect of the dish, which is obviously the meat because that's what she's good at. Yeah. But she under- underestimated her rice because exactly. it didn't balance out correctly. And it's supposed to be a whole mm-hmm. rice bowl meal. Yeah, and so he knew what he was doing because he's made those like a million times at yeah. the diner. Yeah. He made a bunch of dishes just like that. So he knows how to equally balance the food so it gets... So the rice and the, or whatever, the main part of the dishes equals out. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, she tastes it, and she can't stop eating it either. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then everyone in the stadium is just stunned. But like, she has, like, memories of, oh, like, yeah. not being able to play with her toys. Yeah, and, like, her and father, her- like, taking away her plush and, like, ripping it or something. And he's like, you don't have time for this. And this- you need to go back and work. Yeah, exactly. On the... The and family it like business. Trig- it's like triggering. It like brought up a, like a literal triggering memory for her, like a really uh-huh. bad memory, and it, it made her feel like that again. But it was like a a weird. It was like, but the dish made her happy, but yeah, also because like it was sad. like freeing. It was it like brought up a bad memory, but and it was she also was crying. saying it was like a relief. Yeah, well, it kind of was encouraging her to maybe step outside oh, and yeah, think differently. To like think, yeah, it's to do okay to do 
what she wants to be herself, you know? Yeah. Because that's basically what Soma's doing. She's let he was letting himself talk or himself come across through the cooking, right? Yeah, not anyone else telling him what to do. He did what he wanted to do. Yeah. And, and I, she has a problem with that, obviously, because she grew up with and she was another like one of those kids in the school who grew up with a strict family. Because you see a lot of those kind of kids, like mm-hmm. they just grew up with a really strict upbringing. Mm-hmm. So they feel like they only can cook this one certain way. They can't go out of the box. Right. They have to follow by the rule books what is, like, good for that dish. Not like, what about, what if we try something different? Like, yeah. she doesn't have that, for, she doesn't have that. But then after eating this dish, she's like, oh, my God, I should do what I want. But do you it's think that happy. it's, but do you think it's also, like, I don't know, we kind of, I joke sometimes about this with some people, but sometimes people, when, they, when they're really passionate about the food and what mm-hmm. they're making, you can feel that passion. It's almost like you call the love that they put into the food, right? And there's something, I don't know if you want to call it spiritual or whatever, with tasting a food like of someone. Spiritual they, awakening. Well, but you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you go to a place and you can taste that the people didn't really care. They did. They put no care into oh the meal. Oh, my God, yeah. And you can find that even in, like, coffee or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. in the way that someone makes a coffee. Like, someone can make it a certain way. Or they can really make it with care and, and love or whatever you want to call it. And you feel that. And I think that's kind of what this is speaking to, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's a weird thing that, that, that you can actually have i guess what do you, what do you call that like the the feeling involved in the making of it actually possesses the food in a way right and passes it on i guess so yeah cuz how else would you say that is it mm-hmm. just that you're so passionate that you're making it perfect because it's not really always about perfection. It's about the care. The love and the care you put in the food, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's what we're talking about here as well. Just how much Soma actually cares about the food and yeah, what he's he doing. Yeah, he really cares about serving the food it, like really well to the guests. So like, that's something why... Something that make them enjoy and like think about. Yeah, and that's why it kind of elevates what they might see as more... warm inside and not just like you're just eating a dish and then just to... You know, taste good, or and then just to be full. Right. Exactly. I guess beyond that for him, it's way yeah. beyond that. But uh, Erina is not happy. She just basically walks oh out. Oh my god! Yeah, she walks out like not even finishing up until the end of the. She's no the time for failures. Like you, it's obvious that you know, Mimi lost. Yeah, it's is is out. She's out of the group. Yeah, and she's out of that. You know. The group with Erina. <laughs> and now she's in bowl club. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Uh, but, uh, but first, you know, we see that, like, uh, Kenichi goes up to Soma and is like, all right, you're going to be the next Donna Bowl Club. And then just cuts to, like, the next day, right? And uh, we see Mimi, uh, and she's really actually, we see a totally different side of her. Mm-hmm. Now she's, like, not confident. She's kind of like, am I dressed right? What am I? She's got on more of a actual the school outfit, right? She doesn't feel as confident anymore because she just lost to a diner boy. Yeah. But, I mean. And not only yeah. that, but she got kicked out of Erin's group. Yep. And uh, so she shows up. She's like, where's Soma? Oh, he's not going to, he's not here. He's actually not joining up with Bowl Club. He <laughs> he just did the competition just to, because, you know, you insulted the way of cooking. <laughs> so he's and like, you're like, the it- next Don of Bowl Club. And she's just like so angry. <laughs> she's just like, yeah, she's really upset. Like, even Soma's not here, just me. <laughs> just her. And I think it's, it's a Megami at the end is talking about, yeah, Meet Me was actually, became more violent then after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's so sad. Uh, but I love it, that turn of events, how mm-hmm. uh, someone just doesn't even care. He just no. wa- he just wanted to be in the food he war. He just wanted to beat her. And be in the food war yeah, and exactly. be a part of the whole thing. Yeah, I know, because he just likes food competitions. He likes competing against his dad. I don't think so he he's... even cared that people liked him or didn't like him. I don't think he even cared oh, about no. that whole he aspect. He doesn't care at all. He just wanted to make the food and win. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen he likes competing. Yep. Yeah, and now he finally won against somebody that's, it's got to be good. Um, do you think that that girl, that announcer, do you really think she's that cute? I think she's kind of annoying. I mean, she has to be. She's an <laughs> announcer. She's adorable, but I yeah. just like the cutscene where she's like, I love, what was this? She's like, I love this. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm like a freshman in high school. Well, yeah, yeah. They're all kind of freshmen, I think. They're all first years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a I lot of them, anyway. She she liked, but I was like, was that necessary? No. <laughs> well, she's an announcer, so she's got to be come across as like very yeah, bubbly and excited. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about her, though. We're going to talk about Hisako really quick. Hisako Arado, who is... Uh, Madam's Miss Secretary. Oh, Erina's uh, secretary, secretary. Yeah, yeah. who's like in love with her, kind of. Kind of, or inspired by her, or whatever. So Hisako means eternal child, but the name. But it's actually um, the the name is a pun on the Japanese word hisho, which means secretary. And they've actually the creators have actually said that that's what they were going for. Mm-hmm. They were actually using that word to kind of show that, yeah, she's the secretary. That's yeah. her part in this. And she doesn't really play a huge part in the in the show, but she's always around. Yeah, exactly. What do you think of her? Uh, she's cool. She's kind of annoying. I, <laughs> right now, she's annoying. Well, I think all of them are annoying because you want someone to win and you want him to beat all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be back with mm-hmm. more stuff. I think we have more intros next time. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I think it's the Italian brothers, yeah? Yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's going to be fun. All right. I love those brothers. All right. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. And this has been Ashley. Take care, guys. Fictional characters. Am I am I getting through to you at all?